Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you that has designed podcasts to equip you for great adventures and the kind that happen every day. We're committed to making durable, functional, versatile shows you can count on, whether you're headed into a long day out with friends or going off the grid. It's what we've been doing since 1967. Thanks for joining us. That's right. Uh, you may think, gosh, that sounds a lot like Jansport, the people that made my backpack in 1988. Nope, that's us. <laughs> that's us. If it were Jansport, I can tell you it would be back and it would be a thing. Uh, everything comes Which back around. Incredible. I'm so excited to see Jansport be a thing again. Uh, I kind of am too. I, Eileen has an old Jansport backpack that we've held on to uh, i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna pull it out of the garage and start you have an around. og okay oh, yeah. that's amazing uh-huh yeah i right don't on. i had one back in the day but i didn't keep it but i eileen still had hers and then we we i don't know i i had depression era parents so i keep bags because you never know uh, when you might have to trundle everyone in the old <laughs> pickup and, and, and drive through the dust bowl a bunch of stuff in them <laughs> and you'll yeah, need bags exactly. bags are useful <laughs> bags are useful um welcome to it's a thing for real where tom and i are playing the california in september game of <laughs> whose weather is worse <laughs> it's hard to measure right because you can't and just go on temperature measure. yeah it's no. like wildfire smoke and possible floods and you know there's I so mean, much more that goes into it hurricane southern california is going to experience potential flooding as a result of a hurricane on top of a heat wave. So we have the heat wave plus the smoke, but I feel like hurricane is a trump card this time. Like yeah. that's and special. I, I want to play special. it. I want to play it, but it's been a little overblown because the hurricane was Baja. We're we're yeah. we're getting we're getting the remains of it. I I went through this and when I lived in Austin all the time, where the hurricane would hit Houston and Galveston, and it would be really serious, and then it hit the Austin, it would just be heavy rain. Uh, right. And that's kind of what's happening to us. Like it it's bounced off of Baja California, and and now we're getting the the fallout. But so but it's, you don't it's have, not like we're um, having a hurricane. But also right. even the fact that there's rain left from a hurricane is ridiculous in la yes where i'd like to remind our listening audience they don't have what's the word i'm looking for drainage mm. like there's nowhere for that water to go well, right is my understanding we don't, we don't just kind of well, actually no you know what I'm, i'll be curious about that because uh the the reason I've been told, <laughs> been told, the reason I've read about the floods is that the the ground won't be able to absorb the amount of water fast enough because it's not because right. it's so dry, you know, like it it just can't it it's it needs to be primed with a little water first before it can absorb it. Uh, yeah, and yes, there it's not built for heavy drainage, but we do get we do get heavy rains and yeah. the, and it goes and it does there is drainage into the L.A. River and the L.A. River's totally empty so 
if the water can get into the LA River, <laughs> theoretically, then there's plenty of room for it. Should be okay. My question yeah. is that that path in between there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just gonna cross my fingers. I I was outside in the 97 degree heat earlier, pulling in things for the rain. <laughs> And at the same time going, well, at least it's only 97. Right. (laughs) It didn't get above 100 today. 97 and now it might blow. It has been above 100 every day since last Wednesday. I mean, that is Friday. So that is eight, that's 10 days. Well, actually, nine days because it didn't get above 100 today, amazingly. You know what a friend said to me the other day that made me really want to cry was, um, Yes, and this is probably still the coolest summer of our lifetimes. Because mm. might just keep going up, friends. It, average will go up, but it doesn't go up linearly, right? It jumps around. So uh, the good news is it probably won't be the coolest Globally, summer, summer of your lifetime. But the bad news is over a 10-year period, you will definitely experience the coolest, coolest summer exactly. of your lifetime. Yes. <laughs> There you go. Well said. Well, good at it, Tom, as always. Yeah, I good hate to be it, that guy. Always. I'm sorry. I think it might be possible that um, this climate change thing is a thing. No. Just throwing that out there. No, I was assured it wasn't. Uh, Not trying to be crazy here. No, no. I've read I've read plenty of things right. on the internet that tell me otherwise. Okay. Well, all right. You, you know what? I'm going to look up some of those sources. I'm going to do my own research. Yeah. I think everyone should always do their own research on everyone. I'm just asking questions. You should never rely on other sources. No, definitely not. Uh, We all have infinite amount of times to become experts on every single issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no such thing as experts. And I certainly didn't start an entire podcast called A Word with Tom Merritt to explore Mm -hmm. the idea of how we create shortcuts to Mm -hmm. help us get by because we can't possibly do that. Thank God for you, my friend. As always, and as you. Always. All right, so you're we do, actually we... doing something more effective. Uh, which oh, I, I don't know. Admire. I mean, I hope so. I yeah, hope so. or at least you're trying to, right? Hey, man, you know what? I might be spitting into the wind, but the spit's cooling me off when it blows back as mist. <laughs> <laughs> that is the grossest thing I've ever said, and I'm really proud of it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm about to make that a social media bio somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got a laugh track. You're the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, my I Lord. Need, I need to learn oh. how to switch between these faster. Uh, my <laughs> first thing today has nothing to do with any of the serious topics we've just been talking no. about. Thank it's, God. It's, uh, for the record, VTubers. VTubers are a thing. VTuber originally stands for virtual YouTuber, uh, but it's kind of being used to apply to any online entertainer or creator who uses a virtual avatar uh, that is matched to their movements. So you see expressions and facial movements and arm movements, uh, but you don't see them. Uh, So it's real-time motion capture software that has made it easy to do that in real time. Uh, And some people still do it pre-record, but a lot of people are doing it on Twitch where they're like, you know what? I'm not brave enough to put myself out there, but I'll right? put a blue alien version of me out there. No problem. I'll put a, a anime version of myself out there. Yep, I can do that. It's like cosplaying in virtual reality on the internet. Wow. Is, and we're sure 
that they're always people. Like this is not the same thing as that because there was that creator who was a virtual creator, right? Who was not a real nothing. Right. There was this like not a, a human binder. Yes, VTuber applies to an actual person. Okay, uh, usually. Okay. I'm not saying it won't it won't you know drift to apply. <laughs> we'll need a Turing to multiple test things, at some but point. yeah. For yeah. for now, it's it's somebody who actually is doing the motions. It's a human behind it. Uh, right. Whereas virtual characters, virtual entertainers like Katsune, uh, that that is considered a different different situation. Uh, VTubers have been so... around in Japan since like the mid 2010s. It was a lot harder to do now, though. So it's really catching on because the software is is really easy to do. Motion capture is better. Facial capture is better. All that kind of stuff is 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 just a lot more accessible. It is kind of awesome when you realize that we live in the cyberpunk future. Like, I know that it's easy to be like, oh, it's so dystopian or what, but it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like you could do this and you could be safe and you, or even, and even if safe just means you don't have to get recognized in public or you don't have to stress about having a zit or you don't have to worry yeah. about your distorted nose. You could just sort of do this and create a character and be whoever you want. Like, it's actually pretty awesome. The yeah. future is kind of cool. And it allows people, you can even do things to your voice if, if you want. Not everybody does. Uh, so it it allows people the same freedom as cosplay does, which is I'm not myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm free to express myself, right? Which yeah. is a weird way to think about it, but it's it's absolutely true. And it was kind of the 90s promise of the internet was no one will know who you are. You can you can be who you can reinvent yourself. And, and this this brings a little of that back. This is literally that. Wow. I love it. All right. Time stamp that even though it's been around for a while, it's it's clearly getting bigger and big enough that it's going to be mainstream. It seems like any second now. Yeah. Outside of Japan. It's it's just cresting that hill. And it's going to be the kind of thing that if there is a metaverse <laughs> of some sort, <laughs> this is going to blend right into that so seamlessly. Right. Uh, right. And I, I I have an inkling that this will end up being like podcast where people will just call folks VTubers and it will mean something totally dissociated from virtual character on YouTube, right? It, right. It, the way podcast is no longer a a music uh, show on a iPod. Uh, it's it means so much different now. Yeah. No. I that wow that it could just become a genre, a creator genre. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I feel like this is sort of something I've been circling around, and we may have even talked about it a little bit here and there. But I'm just going to note that after fits and starts over the, the past few years, ramen and ramen hacks, instant ramen hacks is a thing. Do I, do, do, do I hear a little applause? Do I hear some applause? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, so 100% you're saying you've nailed noticed. it, Molly. Uh, <laughs> I am an active participant in this culture. And so I am really very happy to see it uh, tagged a thing. What's your favorite one? Because side note, another thing related to this thing, and this is related to the Korean food thing too, is that cheese with Asian food is a thing. And oh, so yeah. like cheese being added to the ramen or cheese being added to the top of that Korean stew is totally a thing. But I just, and I thought about just being like cheese on Asian food is a thing that you would not see coming. Mm -hmm. But actually I just had to go full ramen hack because it's a, it's bananas. Yeah, how many of these things? In fact, there's probably bananas in ramen somewhere on TikTok. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> not doubt it. Uh, <laughs> we've played around with a lot of them. Our, our, our most common one is actually fairly mundane, which is not making the broth. 
making a making a cold noodle or at least a dry noodle more like a yakisoba uh with the ramen instead of doing the broth so sometimes you use like part of the powder instead of all the powder uh and then you you boil the noodles drain the noodles then put the powder in with a little bit of water that remains on the noodle and you make a sauce out of it uh instead oh, of yum. yeah and it's uh, i would it's like good. you to know that sounds Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, remember when there was like that bit, I think we actually talked about this briefly because there was like big outcry about somebody, some celebrity, maybe Haley Bieber, who was like, I put butter in my ramen. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And then little did we know that it would just become the thing. Like I looked up uh ramen hacks, the hashtag on Twitter, which has 446 million views. And there are a bajillion, by the way, I also, while we were talking, did look up ramen and banana. Oh, yeah. I found ramen banana split. There you go. Nice. Yep. Which is like a deep fried situation. And then a banana coconut ramen pudding. And then just on Reddit, r slash polls, I put bananas in my top ramen. Does anyone else do this? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, people are just do people are just out here doing yeah. what the hell ever. You don't have to follow the rules, folks. You got ingredients. You do whatever you want with them. You can make a ramen carbonara. That's pretty basic, oh, yeah. but sounds mm-hmm. delicious. Mm-hmm. There's like, you could do hot pot style. You know, there's obviously like add dumplings, add egg. Yeah. Add Use it cheese. to make like a Dan Dan kind of thing out of it. We've done that one too. One, This one though, I found one that just appears to be a, it's like in Polish. Yeah. It's ramen cheese on toast. Hmm. It's like a grilled cheese. But with like crunchy ramen in there. Oh, so you probably don't boil freaking the ramen? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Using, using uh, ramen as a, a salad uh, topper also. I mean, we grew Great up on idea. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, and lots of them with the, the slice of American cheese on top, which I'm about. I'm about that. The rehabilitation I'm definitely of American trying cheese that. is kind of amazing to watch. I mean, it really is remarkable. <laughs> wow. These, there are so many of these that I want to eat. I have anyway, yeah. a Top theory back. about where this comes from. Yeah, tell me. So Parasite, the movie, uh, featured a ramen hack. <gasps> the Chapagetti. The Chapagetti. So, because they use Chapagetti and Noguri uh, ramen together with fried steak to make Chapaguri. Uh, and we were among the many millions of people who imitated that, like, all right, let's do it. Let's, let's combine these and, and, and see how it works. And I think that got a lot of people thinking, well, okay, if I can do that, what else can I do? Right. Um, and then you add the accelerant of TikTok, which makes everything look better than it is. Like sometimes we'll look mm-hmm. at TikToks and be like, yeah, that looks amazing. And then I think, well, it's really pretty obvious, but. It just looks cool in the TikTok, right. so it, it makes you pay more attention. It's really true. And there are some cool ones on here, such as ramen fried rice. I bet you're right. And I would add that in addition to that, probably a lot of people bought a bunch of ramen during the pandemic. That's a great point. You're absolutely right. Don't right. you think? Like yeah. big, uh-huh. <laughs> big hoarder energy. When you're stocking <laughs> up for the apocalypse, you know, right. ramen is and a go-to. Cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It lasts and a long time. It's like, cheap. What am I going to do? I am really going to make cheesy ramen. This looks amazing. There are a bunch of these. You know, and okay. they look delicious. So, we did. We bought a bunch of like, you know, the um, cup of noodles. Find your, find your local H Mart or maybe 99 Ranch. Uh, we'll have it. Get the Bulldog 
carbonara ramen, which Ooh. is a ramen that is meant to be carbonara in the package. So it has a cheese powder and then add cheese to that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was, by the way, the greatest evil food lab I've ever heard. <laughs> you can know someone a really long time and not hear their evil food laugh until just now. I was this many years old. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> Today I learned about Tom's evil food lab. Oh, my God. Oh, amazing. So yeah. Amazing. All right. I'm very excited for my next one. Oh, me too. Thank God you're here to explain this all to me. Oh, thank God the internet is here to explain it to all of us in football <laughs> terms. Uh, so the thing is, don't worry, darling, and the mess <laughs> around it. Uh, if, if you if you haven't uh, uh, come across this, uh, don't worry, darling, is, is a, a motion picture uh, directed and starring Olivia Wilde. It also has Chris Pine, Harry Styles, uh, Florence Pugh. Uh, lots, lots of great people in, in don't worry, darling. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it also has a, I would say S load shitload. Can I say it? Of <laughs> uh -huh. comedy? Yeah, you can say it. You can it's, say it. it's, it's, it's a metric shitload of comedy, uh, uh, or, or dr a drama around it. The thing you've probably most run into is the Chris Pine memes. So yes. there's. Chris Pine tuning out during interviews related to Don't Worry Darling uh, the, that are not making fun of Chris Pine, but more like, please save this man. He's, he's been right. captured. Help him, because we all love him. Nobody doesn't love him. Why Chris are Pine. you putting him through this? Uh, <laughs> there was the uh, Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine meme where. Yeah, did did that he, he did not but there oh, was okay. there was a a video where if someone told you he spit on him it, you could see it whereas ah. if you never had been told that you probably would have never thought it it was one of those optical illusion things harry styles made fun of it at his concert he actually went on stage and said because he took a break from like a 10-day madison square garden engagement and was like oh it's great to be back i just had to take a break to fly over to venice and spit on chris pine but i'm back now <laughs> Uh, this is all Amazing. around Don't Worry Darling. Uh, and right. you may be wondering like, okay, but what else is going on with Don't Worry Darling? Uh, well, Olivia Wilde fired or let go or Shia LaBeouf quit, uh, depending on who you ask, uh, and replaced oh. him with Harry Styles, who Harry Styles is dating Olivia Wilde. Right. And then Florence Pugh uh, is in the movie. She didn't quit. She didn't get fired, but also she's unhappy with things because she's friends with people that Olivia is not friends with. Like, I don't know, Jason Sudeikis, uh, her ex. Uh, oh, and dear. then there's, uh, she's like walked the red carpet, but is not doing the junkets. So the best thing oh. I have found is a user named Hausen, Hausen915 on Twitter mm -hmm. saying, someone please explain this to me in NFL turns. <laughs> and olivia nope uh aka rancho carnatero uh, uh -huh. or, i'm sorry carnatoro uh responded with coach is not so secretly sleeping with a player making the entire team feel awkward but especially the quarterback who is friends with the coach's wife also the wide receiver with domestic abuse allegations the coach claims he cut for the quarterback's sake post a video proving he actually requested a trade <laughs> <laughs> to 
which K Gaines creates responded, wait, so what's Chris Pine's role in all this? I'm still missing that. And Olivia Nope clarified, nose to the grindstone tight end, just trying to make it through the season. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and now I understand oh, yeah. everything about I it. I understand everything. Yeah. This is perfect. This is literally what I have needed for the whole week and a half where I've been just off doing stuff and heat wave and this and that and doodly blob. And I was like, I can't follow up. And then now I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's so well done. Oh, that's so magical. (laughs) 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 Wow. This really, this is like the new, this is the new Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Seems like. This is probably not going to stick as long because you don't have a long lasting trial, but it's definitely got the same energy. You're, you're absolutely right. So awesome. Nose to the grindstone tight end. Just trying to make it through. And and then you go look at those, those memes of him with his head, you know, blank look and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. The tight end at the press conference. Who's just like, yeah. "Yeah, Does anybody want to ask me about the game? (laughs) like oh my biscuits i love it thank you thank you this uh, yes is the kind of service mm. that this show provides week That's after we week do. when you just can't you just can't but you kind of want to know and it's going to come up at a party we're here for you we're here, we're for, here you. for you that's what we do yep. um we will also be here for you when you need a do-it-yourself beauty item because do-it-yourself beauty is the hot trend of 2022. And I can only postulate that it exists as the hot trend of 2022 because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. in which we all had to stay home and Mm -hmm. like wax ourselves and pluck our own things and figure out like how to get our own lashes and do our own manicures and cut our own hair. And then as markets tend to do, the market has gone, ooh, there's a market for this. And now there are just like a bajillion products so that you can do stuff at home that you used to go out and pay someone to do, like mm. put on your own fake lashes. And I'm not talking about the strips. Like there's this company, Lashify, which apparently <laughs> Jason, my boss, just became like, just got on the board of. Oh, wow. Because it's like so hot that he was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is a huge company. And it's to one by one glue on your own eyelashes at home and do so- that monthly, which is something that costs usually like, you know, $200 initially and 75 bucks oh, wow. a month. Yeah. So so I think some folks in the audience may think, well, don't people put on their own makeup already? And I, I think what you're explaining is this isn't about, you know, putting on a little eyeshadow and a foundation, no. right? This is well beyond that. Yeah. This is like, I used to go to a salon and pay a ton of money to have someone painstakingly over the course of an hour and a half glue individual lashes onto my eyelids mm-hmm. so I could look super fabulous. I did not used to pay for that, although I did recently get them. Or... I'm going to pay somebody to give me like a really fancy manicure so I can just like look fabulous or just be at the manicure shop and relax and get a little massage or whatever. No, those days are gone. Now you order a kit and it's always a kit and you do this all at home. The petty system. It's bonkers. The Manny system. So there's the Manny system, system. the lashes system. Exactly. It's a whole, there's this thing, this system called Olive in June, which is like for nails and it's a full-on home manicure set kit, and they, and they're not super cheap. Like the Manny system starts at fifty-five dollars, 
And it includes like, there's a little brush and you, you do like a dip so that they're stronger. And then you give yourself a really fancy manicure and you got all these different colors and then you order more colors. I mean, it's like, it's a moneymaker. I was going to say, do have they gotten into the subscription side of this? Because this seems perfect for that. They should. That would be amazing. You know, like I would you get the petty system it. kit and then you sign up for the refill that automatically Damn. arrives. And new colors, new uh-huh, seasonal colors. Uh-huh. Seasonal color oh, changes. Yeah. Hold on. I'm about to click the link on Olive and June called Become a Member. Ah, there we go. There we go. That's it. Yeah. Yep. For $40 a year, you'll get Manny perks all year long. But that's just perks. So you get free shipping, 10% off orders, and members-only surprises like free gifts. No, yeah. They need to have like a full-on, I'm going to go full VC on this. Yeah. You could 100% monetize me more. Like charge me like 10 bucks a month, and I get one new color every month. Every month. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, like regular, I, you know, what are the little, I don't know what the little things are that you you stick on your like tool, Like new tool. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like stick on. Yeah, yeah. And then new tools because, you know, like my little like wand's going to wear out that I use to make yep. my perfect French yep. manicure or whatever. Yeah, 100%. The emery boards. And then the Lashify is like insane. You get this like applicator tool and then all these different lashes and you put it on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so interesting. It's like. My friends and I keep talking about how our new default is don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and this is that. This is like, you don't have, honey, you don't have to go anywhere. Just stay at home. I got I th- you. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me that that it was pandemic inspired when, you know, everybody's like, well, I guess I'm ordering hair dye. <laughs> like, right. Instead of going to the, the beautician, because the beautician is legally not allowed to let me come. Right. Um, yeah. Or I don't really want to. I don't want to sit there. And for then three even hours when the they were on, legally or, allowed, yeah. then you were like, yeah, but do I want to go there and be around people? And yeah. 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 I'm looking this, to see if there are any new kinds of like direct to consumer DIY hair color kits, but I don't really see them, but there should be. Oh, uh, there, oh, oh, there are. There yep, are. No, I found uh, 22 of them. On we the have them in our house. They're not mine. But they were. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but we definitely have them. Um, yeah. And Add Amazon, color subscribe and save. Just ship some when you need them. Oh, um, my biscuits. Yeah. We're, none of us are ever leaving the house again, friends. I think you are on to a wider trend of DIY at home too. I think, I yeah. think we'll see more. I think we may see, and probably there probably is more of this thing. Like I, I think there's a deep vein you're beginning to mine here. This is, this is really good. I think there probably is. You're right. Cause like, thank you. And also, yeah. Cause I'm realizing too, everything is harder to find now. Like mm-hmm. it's harder to find my dentist. Or like my dentist, everything's kind of a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's hard to go to the vet. It's hard to find an electrician. It's hard to, you know, so I could imagine that that's going to lead to sort of a wave of like frontier-esque. Let me just frontier first myself. world. Yeah. First world frontier. Maybe hopefully not dentistry, but other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Other things, you know, but I might, but like at home whiteners or oh, more totally. like flossing yeah, yeah. kits. Stuff like that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Stuff you would just be like, oh, I need someone to help me with that. Yeah. 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 yeah fascinating ah, good one first world frontier i'm gonna call it that's my first hashtag world frontier. <laughs> fwf <laughs> <laughs> i'm cracking myself over Brenna. 
All right. Uh, let's get to the emails feedback and it's a thing.me. Our first one isn't necessarily a thing itself, uh, but it's some help from Aaron. Uh, hello, Tom and Molly. There has been much controversy over the pronunciation of that Chinese fast fashion brand <laughs> that has totally. taken over America. Today, the New York Times had a piece about their pop-up stores in the U.S., among other things about the global giant. It seems the pronunciation of said brand swings back and forth. But if the Times says Shein, that's what I'm going with. Love your show. <laughs> Don't love this brand. I'm more of a Poshmark shopper myself. <laughs> but thank you. All right. Yeah. Tom wins this one. I love it. Thank you. And I, I, I was perfectly uh, willing to accept that it was like, oh, uh, I mean, it's Shine. Know, yeah. Because I had made up Shein uh, just by my own looking at it. It was not, uh, if, I, if I'm if i right, it's because it uh, stopped clock is right twice a day. I, and I only had heard it pronounced Shine. Uh-huh. That's why I was like, oh, that, mean... that must be it, right? Yeah. But that does, that in no way does that mean... Although it's so weird because I heard it pronounced by like a woman who does a bunch of business in China, but she might have just been Americanizing it because according to the Times, it is in fact officially pronounced Shein and sometimes pronounced Sheen. Never. I I don't have Shine at all. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Thank you. In in China, I almost guarantee you it's none of those. It's that Shein to a, to or whatever. Yeah, any like, of you that speak Mandarin out there, you're like, yeah, that's not really how any of us. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's none of that. It's, it's all approximations to begin with. Good try, though. Good try, everybody. Lee Price wrote in with another 90s thing because we just cannot get enough. Greetings, says Lee. It's your thing correspond- thing respondent here covering the Nirvana and font thing beats. Nice. With a thing that incorporates both of these things. Well done. Wavy fonts. <laughs> The very 90s underwater typeface look, as used on Nirvana's Nevermind cover art, seems to be increasing in popularity again. Once you look for it, you'll see it everywhere. All I know is that it makes me want to buy a pair of Rip Curl board shorts from 1994. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Lee Price. Yeah, that is amazing. Wavy fonts. And Rip Curl board shorts. Rip Curl board shorts is a good, that's a great callback. Really good. Really good. Yeah. All right. I'm looking for it. I'm officially on the hunt. On the hunt for the wavy font. And the board shorts. Matt Bat on a cream of the crop fashion comeback says, remember the sunglasses that Macho Man Randy Savage used to wear while yelling at you to snap into a Slim Jim? Uh, uh, yes. Oh, hold on. I absolutely do remember. Snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, apparently, they are popular again along with mullets. I guess they are called Pit Viper sunglasses. Uh, I did not know that they were called Pit Viper sunglasses. I always thought of them as as just kind of a der- derivation of aviators, I guess. But but yeah, all right. Pit Viper. I'm looking sunglasses. these up. Pit Viper sunglasses. Oh, to totally. Gym. They're the like the the rainbowy ones that that almost have like a mono brow across the top, a mono nose. Oh, if you look them up, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. Those are back. God, it is all happening. It just really is. That's incredible. Uh, All right. And then Kate wrote in with an anti thing and says, dear thing rakers, which I love. (laughs) I write to you from San Diego, where due to the Southern California car culture and abundance of sidewalks, we get a glimpse of the future for all things wheeled. For many years here in San Diego, there were only two cars, the Tesla and the not a Tesla. 
For those of us who don't like Musk, this fact wavered between funny and annoying, but lo and behold, this is no more. Of course, there are still some Teslas on the street. They've not completely disappeared. Some have even been handed down to well-off teenagers who have aged beyond electric bikes, others written off as lemons. But the abundance has diminished significantly in favor of so many other electric vehicles. Too many to list. For a time, I thought this was a summer blip, the Tesla drivers on long revenge travel or not having to commute. But no, school is back. Workers are on the roads, and there are some super fancy electrics that kibosh that theory and many non-fancy ones to boot. It's great to see the technology spreading around. As Doc Brown said, see you in the future. Wow. Yep. I got to say, I I can confirm that. There is still a preponderance of Teslas in the Bay Area because it's kind of ground zero for Mm -hmm. Tesla delivery, obviously. But I am seeing tons of like the new, the Hyundai Ionic, the Kia, maybe the Kia is the Ionic. Um, There are lots and lots of Volkswagen ID4s. Once in a while, I'm in the Polestar now. And once in a while, I see other Polestar drivers and I always wave at them. And I've even seen Rivians and Lucid Airs. It's like a thriving electric ecosystem. Yeah, it's it's the Hyundai because uh, Eileen's really attracted to the 6, the one that hasn't come out in the U.S. yet. Um, It's hot. Yeah, Yeah, that Ionic, the Ionic 5, I think, was just like maybe car and driver named it the like best electric nice. it's really good looking you can't find it anywhere the kia nero is the other one that i'm thinking of that's a little hatchback but yeah it's in fact i've started to think of and you know i say this with love but the tesla is almost like the new prius mm-hmm. like it's just sort of the like the lazy person's electric like right. I don't know, I just want it's the default choice right it's the default choice it was the prius and the honda insight at the very beginning of hybrids those were the two mainstream brands, and mm-hmm. the Prius won. Uh, and once it won, then it became the dominant, right? Like Tesla. Then everybody else started making hybrids, and it became the snooty person's hybrid. And right. I say that as someone who, at one time, owned two Priuses at the height of snooty Prius things. So I feel like I, exactly I get to. which is why I say with love that the Tesla, much like the Prius, is the sort of like lazy default. <laughs> like it's just like I don't know, I want an electric car. They only have Tesla, I heard right? Tesla. So, yeah. And it's like, dude, you have no idea. There's so many good ones out there. It's amazing. Ah, it's so cool. What a good email. Thank you for yeah. all the emails, everyone. This is amazing. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is where you can send more because it just, I love, I just, I know I go on and on about this show every week, but it's so freaking fun and it has such a variety of things in it. It's, and it just, it's like a marvel that that keeps happening. It's like a, a, a strange attractor of goodness. <laughs> It is. That is lovely. Nerdy and lovely. I know. I love it. Yeah, uh, perfect. Speaking of nerdy and lovely, our producer, Rich Straffolino, crafts shout outs for the people at the highest level on our Patreon every week. They're the highlight of our week. I hope they're the highlight of yours as well. This week's shout outs are based on a selection from Back to School, the 17th book in Allison Blair's Roommate series. <laughs> I mean, there's almost not a human that I love more than producer Rich Raffalino. <laughs> Did you see his tweet about him trying to come up with shout outs? And like he made a collage of just crazy pop culture memes in his head. <laughs> oh my God, he's so amazing. Which is so awesome too, because Rich is nowhere near pop culture. Let's be real. Based on a selection from Back to School, the 17th book in Allison Blair's Roommate series. <laughs> College life, the way it really is. Pop roommates. culture would be like, he did it. He did some Harry Styles lyrics. 
Yeah. But he's oh, like, no, no, I no. I did 19th century photography. That. Yeah. <laughs> Obscure <laughs> pop culture, I should say. Exactly. So thank you to those of you who support us at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing because this is what you get. All right. I'll kick us off. We'll just go every other paragraph. Sound good? Perfect. All right. Yep. Anything else? Morris Jones asked coldly. Yes, there is something else. Benjamin Forrest continued. Lee Price hasn't done any cooking or grocery buying. And Kevin Sill hasn't chipped in for food or snacks, although Eric Duncan eats enough of them. Jake Woods crossed his arms and regarded Gabrielle Cohen calmly. Laura Abel looked aghast. I meant to chip in. It must have slipped Miranda Janelle's mind. I'm not trying to cheat Andrew Bradley. I'm not cheap. Joe Hood's never accused me of being cheap, not in my whole life. To Louis St. Amour's surprise, there were actually tears in Mike Aiken's eyes. We didn't say that, James C. Smith told him. Of course, you forgot. Oh, Alison Blair, how you have not captured my college experience at all. (laughs) I know, this is such a charming and healthy confrontation here. What happened to the passive-aggressive notes? I guess... Uh, I guess roommates quietly holding a grudge against each other while avoiding the conversation just doesn't make for a good book. Not a very good book. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, well oh, done. Rich, you've well done, done it Rich. again. And Indeed. you, dear listeners, have done it again too. Patreon.com slash is a thing is where you can keep our show going week after week because we love it so. We do. Keep those things coming. Don't forget that email address. It's feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Stay cool. Bye. Stay cool. Give it to me. We're good. It to me. We're above the waterline. I don't need no man speaking lies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.